0: Like it doesn't matter yeah. my background. It doesn't matter where I'm stationed. I'm, I'm called to be a leader and a witness and a disciple of Christ and to, to know him, to make him known. And that calling doesn't change depending on your setting.
1: So Jared, if you could, um, for those that uh, don't know who you are, could you just like briefly tell us you know, your name, kind of a little bit of uh, background about uh, where you're from and what you're doing? Yeah,
0: so uh, my name is Jared Coburnat, um, 22 years old, college student uh, from California, and uh, my home is in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, very small town uh, near the Virginia border, In North Carolina. So I'm excited, excited to be on the Biblicist podcast today.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you on. Now, um, you've started something called uh, Simple Culture, um, which is uh, what I really want to focus on talking with you about today. And so um, for those that have literally like no clue what Simple Culture is, um, no concept of, of like what platform it's on or anything like that. Could you like for someone who's com- if you just walked up to a complete stranger, um, could you explain kind of uh, what we're talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, simple culture really is just a simple way of life. It's a simple, a simple Christian life. And um, I started it just as an Instagram platform on social media. We just launched on Facebook. Um, And eventually, you know, my my goal is to get into schools and have in-person conferences on it. But um, all that being said, what Simple Culture is, just in a very uh, foundational sense, is that it's just getting back to what the Christian life was meant to be. And it's specifically geared uh, for young Christians, um, Mm -hmm. but it's not limited to young Christians. And um, really just started with the need um, that, it's so so often we see people complicating christianity with adding things that they have to do right to earn god's love and in his favor and and we just see so many things added to what jesus has done you know before and after salvation really Mm -hmm. and on top of that uh, we've kind of gotten away from truth like what what is truth? Well, you know, my, my parents said it's this, but in reality that's how tradition has applied the truth and just some things like that. Um, we've gotten away from relationships and I'll just, I'll sum it up by the purpose statement of, of simple culture. It'll kind of give an idea is it's really our goal and our purpose is to help young Christians learn their purpose by knowing their savior and for them to reach their potential by surrendering to God's power, and I know that's a lot summed up in a couple phrases. But really, one of the main things that you hear with young Christians in high school and college is, "You know, what's my purpose? Like, why was I created? And what's my calling?" Right? All these catchphrases, God's right. will, right? And really, the in a nutshell, it's just simplifying so many of these these concepts and truths that we've complicated traditionally and just bringing back to, Hey, here's what God says about this from his word. It was never meant to be complicated. Christianity is from the inside out, right? It's a relationship with your creator and just breaking down some things to real Christianity. And so that's just kind of very briefly, and I could go into a lot of it, but that's just briefly what it is. It's, it's really a community of believers. Um, that are just desiring to know God more and to make Him known and uh, you know to do it while encouraging one another.
1: Uh, before we talk a little bit more about, about simple culture, I wanted to speak into something that you said, um, which was um, that uh, sometimes the students in Bible college, and I can relate to that, and even young students can think, man, what am I supposed to do with my life? like what's yeah. what what's god's will for my life and like it's a really like worrisome thing almost um yeah. like i i can't find my purpose what is it and it and it seems like you're looking for a, a needle in a haystack um of possibilities of what am i supposed to yeah. do um yeah. and and i think you're really speaking into that and in, because it's something that we can overcomplicate yes. um in thinking that um, that we have to find this exact specific thing, otherwise we're gonna ruin our lives. Yeah. Yeah, it's God's will is not something you find, it's
0: something that you follow, really. And I think Satan Satan can't destroy young people initially, so he distracts. And if he can get if he can get young Christians to complicate the Christian life and to ask Man, what am I going to do with my life in 10 years? Who am I going to be living? Who am I going to marry? Like all these things down the road. If he can get them to dwell on the what ifs down the road and ignore what is clearly stated in scripture, then Satan is succeeding and we're losing. And I think one big mistake is that, you know, we'll never know God's will until we know God, right? And there's there's the the revealed will of god and there's the concealed will of god and god's will is always a next step right it's never hey um here are the next 30 steps in the next you know five seasons of your life laid out because where's the trust in that right if you understood everything right. you know then you would you'd really trust god in nothing and so really what i'm trying to push is hey it's a next step and the first step is knowing your savior the first step is the relationship with your creator and the more you know god the more you'll know what he wants you to do but you can't skip the first step and go on to the next steps. there's no foundation there and it's really setting up for destruction and it's an easy way out for a lot of people to say well i don't know what god wants me to do and the reality is it's because you don't know god so how are you going to know what he wants you to do right Um, so definitely just just trying to simplify that for a lot of people no,
1: that's awesome. Like, I as soon as you you launched um, on Instagram, uh, I you know I was, I was already f- I started following was right there and like instantly. Of course, my, my Instagram feed just filled up with with Simple Culture, um, <laughs> yeah. and it was actually really awesome when that happened. Um, and because uh, honestly, I didn't know what to expect at first, and so well, sure. when all of a sudden the feed feed started filling up, and uh, it was really encouraging. Um, and even for, for me, like, I know, like it's targeted to, to younger people, but like, but I'm, I, I, but you see all these, all these, these young Christians, um, all my Instagram feed. Um, and now of course you guys are on, on Facebook now as well. Um, that we're just sharing very simply, Hey, here's where I'm at. Here's how I'm living out my faith on a regular basis. Um, yeah. And it wasn't complicated, but the, the the message was simple. It was like, "Hey, here's here's what I'm doing, and this is like normal. Like this, like you can be doing this too. You can be living yeah. out your faith too, where you're at, whatever you're doing." Um, and um, and I was just uh, I was very encouraged with um, how many people were on there, the diversity of it, how widespread that it was, and seeing what God is doing in the lives uh, of young people. And so I know because I've been there, I, you know, I've, I've been a young believer, you know, um, leaving home right to Bible college. And, um, there was nothing like what you're, you're putting together. And so I, 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 I'm, I can look back, um, to even how I would have perceived that. And I would have found it very encouraging. So I'm very thankful that, that, that you're starting this. And yeah. And
0: the the community aspect is huge. And I don't even know if I touched on this at the beginning, but we all need meaningful relationships in our lives we all need encouragement we all need hope and i think that's one one mistake that we've seen growing up in a christian background is like okay if i'm not a four-year bible college student preparing to be a pastor or a missionary then i guess i'm just not called to be a christian right it's like, <laughs> it's like there's, there's no there's no hope for me right and and the reality is i want to show okay whether you are a bible college student whether you are a student athlete whether you're a coach a teacher a retail worker no matter where you're at in your life we're all called to be christians to be disciples to be a witness for christ and if i go on the page and I maybe have been told my whole life or have the false perception that, man, there's just no hope for me. Like, how can I live out my faith at this secular environment at work? Well, then I go on mm-hmm. and I see, hey, I'm so-and-so. I work, you know, this job. I'm from this place. And here's how I'm living out my faith. All of a sudden, I not only am encouraged, but I have hope that I can do it. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. my background. It doesn't matter where I'm stationed. I'm I'm called to be a leader and a witness and a disciple of Christ and to, to know him, to make him known. And that calling doesn't change depending on your setting. Right. And I think right. that's one big thing that I'm desiring to change with the community, the unity and the, the encouragement, the diversity within it is just to offer hope yeah. for whoever you are, no matter where you're at, that, that you can, you can do it too.
1: Yeah, no, that's really awesome. No, that's, that's awesome. Cause like, like even when, some of the students that I would talk with when I was in in Bible college, and and you know, and, and working a job, like some would even think, and at points I struggled with it too, of thinking that the time I spent uh, on the college campus, or the time that I spent um, serving in, in bus ministry, or serving in, in 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 the church in some capacity, that that was valuable, but the time at my job wasn't, like on a spiritual level, yeah. thinking thing, right? Like, but wait a second um, you're actually going to be around a whole lot of people to where you can shine the light of Jesus into, you actually have a lot more opportunity there in some cases at your job. So, um, <laughs> and so it, uh, and so when I realized that I began to tell my fellow classmates and students as we'd, we'd go into, um, j- different jobs together and I'd be like, Hey, um, man, this is just a waste of time. I need to study or I need to prepare for ministry. I'm going to go do something for God. Like, no, like, you know, we're serving him now, right? (laughs) Like, like, it's not like once we graduate, then we serve Jesus. Um, and it's, and and it's not like you're not a Christian unless you're serving like within a a structured event. Like, no, like, um, we're always on God's time. We're always on God's clock. And, um, and that was a big perspective change for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God's will and God's call. It's never future tense. It's always present. And I think like, one of the classic examples is somebody and i'm sure maybe you've you've experienced or heard about some something like this is you know it's somebody saying oh i'm going to i'm training to be a missionary but until then i'm having to work this secular job you know to earn some money and almost like oh until i can be a missionary i'm having to endure working in the world it's like, Wait a second, you know, isn't that the point? Isn't that how you're a missionary, how you're you're sharing Christ is by being with unbelievers? right and so, um, so I think, yeah, I think that's something that that needs to change. It's just that whole mindset, and I right. think it can change. I think we're seeing it change slowly, um, people realizing you know the meaning behind some of these terms and some of these things biblically. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it will continue to change.
1: No, that's awesome. Thanks for pointing that out, too, as far as like saying that, um, you know, simple culture and the whole concept that you're talking about, it's not just directed at, you know, Bible college students like um, and and very importantly, like you said, it's not it's not just those that Decide to go to Bible college, or that desire to be in some sort of compensated staff on ministry, like like that's not. All of us are called to serve Him, um, yeah. and and I thank you for 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 sharing it. Like, like that's, um, I think, like you said, more people are learning that, discovering that, um, and well, well, one of one of the eye opening one of the eye opening things for me was when.
0: Um, I had a, a great conversation with one of my college professors, an incredible guy. And he, he really made it clear to me that, hey, Jared, you perceive the call to preach. You're limiting it to behind a pulpit. And he said, we're all called to preach. Like in the Bible, when we hear preach, like it's not from behind a pulpit. It's, it's preaching Christ. It's making him known. And that should be happening wherever you're at. That should not yes. just be happening behind a pulpit. And so that's another thing. It's like, we're all called to preach. We're all called to make God known. And, um, you know, I think that's just an, one of another one of many misconceptions is even being called to preach in yes. that, you know, that that's wherever you are. So, yes,
1: um, absolutely. I oh, mean, that's so good. And, and, um, and I've been watching some of your other conversations and there's a lot of stuff we could talk about in regards to all those things. And, I think, um, I think all that's really good. I think that's all really good. Um, and I, I like this whole concept. I know it seems repetitive of talking about the simplicity of it, right? Um, but it all ties into um, that it's, it's a culture of Christianity that we're living. It's not just the specific avenue. Like the gospel needs to be declared everywhere in every field. Um, and, um, and I think that's great. That's great truth. And then I I recently read, um, which was a little different than some of the early ones. Um, I, I think it was when you first launched on Facebook here, just a little bit ago that, um, about someone even sharing their doubts, um, of, and, and I thought that was really good too, because, um, in, in developing this community online of young believers, um, I'm very thankful that, um that you want people to be able to share even the stories that just don't sound positive. Like everything, you know, like there's doubts, there's these struggles and um, um, people need to have um, community in regards to being comfortable and transparent in that. Can you speak a little bit into that?
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, for me growing up, there was this, this, again, a false reality of, okay here's the elite christians who are preachers or missionaries and they never struggle with anything you know they only talk about the highlights and how god's using them and these great stories right but it's like man i wish i could be sinless (laughs) the reality is we're all fallen man right like we all are in desperate need of god's grace and we're all products of grace and i think just seeing, okay, here's somebody that may be looking at them. I would think, oh man, they're a great Christian, but Hey, we all struggle and it's okay to struggle. It's okay to have doubts. It's how we respond to those things. And there's hope for me. If I'm, if I'm doubting, it's not, um, yeah. oh man, I'm doubting. I better, you know, make things right on my own before I can join this group. It's actually the opposite. And you know, I posted this on Instagram the other day is that you know, religion says, get right and then go to God. But relationship, real Christianity, the Bible Christianity says, you don't get right until you go to God. And that's how you get right. And I think getting away from that facade of there's these elite Christians that never struggle. And then there's me. In reality, hey, we all struggle. And hey, we can be open. We can be transparent with each other. And share, hey, I struggle with this, but hey, here's how I responded to it. Here's how I let God change the situation because of just going to him and letting him change the situation and just being honest about it. Because I think, you know, the greatest hindrance to repentance is pride. And if we think, you know, oh I can't go to God if I'm struggling with this, well, we got it all backwards. And so that's that's just briefly what I would say on that is just getting really just having that community and just that honesty of, Hey, it's not all a Instagram highlight of, you know, the best things that are happening. It's, Hey, we all struggle. We're all human, but we all are learning and growing together. And I think that's, that's so important um, for simple culture.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I, that's, that's really important to me personally. And I think in regards to the future health of, of young believers and and the local church is going to be transparency. I think it's so desperately important. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because if we can't be honest with each other about our doubts, our struggles, um, then we can't get that help and encouragement that we need. Um. We can't address those yeah. things. And and obviously, like ultimately, you know, ultimately, Christ is 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 sufficient and all that we need. But, but the way God has designed us from the beginning and how he has designed the local church has been based within community. And so we, we haven't been designed to do this even alone in our humanity. Like that's not been, that's not how we're designed. And so, um, you, people don't, you don't, for those who are listening, like you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to doubt and worry by yourself. Like, we care. We want to have these conversations. We want to help. We want to encourage. Um, and and we want to be able to talk with people when we have doubts about things and are struggling through things. Oh, um, yeah. And so that's like Definitely. we want that for others and we want that for ourselves. Like that's, you know, we all need to be able to come to the table and say, hey, I'm, I'm just a nobody that's been redeemed by Christ. And I have issues just like everybody else.
0: Yeah. People, people don't want you. And I've heard, um, you know, a famous pastor say this several times in his leadership podcast, but it applies to life and it's, you know, people would rather a leader and they'd rather anybody really be real 100% of the time than to be right 100% of the time. And I think we've kind of gotten away from being real to, Oh, I have to be right about this, or I have to show that i've done this right or that i can lead this way or i can do this that way people will accept me or that way i'll get this status and people especially in my generation like our our younger generation of christians they can smell fake from a mile away and Mm -hmm. if we can just be real and transparent i think that will go so far into showing this is real christianity it's not a facade it's not a tradition It's not it's not a a Pharisee mindset. It's just, hey, we're growing together. We all need Jesus. And, uh, you know, we don't have to do it alone.
1: So so before I forget, um, for for those that um, are not familiar with simple culture yet, uh, you haven't seen it um, on Instagram now on Facebook. Um, Can you tell us um, uh, what's the name on Instagram, Facebook? How can they get to those things?
0: Yeah, so the the uh, username um, on both that, that you can find it on um, Instagram and Facebook is just we are simple culture. And honestly, if you type in simple culture, it should be one of the, the first ones that, that you see. But uh, we are simple culture on uh, Instagram and then it's more established on Instagram. We just started on Facebook, so we' we're, we're right. slowly uh, putting on the content there. Um, but yeah, I mean, no matter who you are, where you're from, what your story is, uh, we want you to be a part. We want you to join in and, and let us know your story and let us know that, that you're on board um, with it and uh, you definitely belong there.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, will I'll put a link in the description as well. Um, and I'll probably throw the words up on the screen too, just so make sure everyone heard that correctly, know where to go to get on there. Cause, um, Seriously, everybody, yeah. check check out the content. Great content, um, and it's 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 not a bunch of elites talking about their faith. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, first of yeah. all, th- like, first of all, I want to say I don't even know if there is such a thing. Like, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> but that being said, um, like, this isn't like this a bunch of like well polished people delivering you know these perfect messages. Like, no, they, these are just just normal people like you and I living out their faith and sharing their faith, um, and, and a community of that. So, so please check that out. Um, and so, um, why have, have you on here, Jared, is there anything that uh, you would like to challenge or encourage anybody with?
0: Uh, yeah, I would, I would just say this, um, you know, just because it's fresh in my mind and heart. I shared this passage with simple culture this last week. And it's something that I'm going to be preaching on this next week. So it's just, it's fresh in my mind and heart, but I think it kind of just brings all of the the whole point of simple culture kind of to the Bible and where we base it from. But um, there's a passage in Luke chapter two, a historical passage of uh, really the life of Jesus. And um, it's in Luke two 41 through 52. Um, definitely encourage you to read it later. And it's, it's an event all about Jesus it's the Passover right and the Passover there were 250,000 families that went to it there were so many customs and traditions and really it was just saturated with religion so many religious people they would sing songs about the coming of the Messiah about the the coming of Jesus and it was all about what God had done to deliver Israel and all about his coming and and this was Jesus's first arrival to his event really all about him. And the the entire week of the Passover, nobody recognized, hey, this is the one person it's all about. Everyone in the story missed Jesus. They missed the relationship. And they got the religion. They were They were performing all the laws. They were keeping all the traditions. They were doing all the right things externally. But they were so focused on the religion that they missed the relationship. And it's convicting. And, you know, the, the the initial response, right, is to say, oh, how could they? You know, like, what what terrible Christians? Like, I can't believe they would do that. And And really, isn't that us? Isn't that totally us? The Passover is just like our churches today. It's a lot like our lives. It's all about what God has done and what God's going to do, right? It's all about the cross right. and it's all about heaven. And we miss that he's with us today. like we miss that he's with us if you're a believer you have the holy spirit in you and so i would just challenge um and if, if you go back to the very previous story uh luke 2 25 talks about simeon and simeon was in the temple and it was like the opposite right he he uh he really it was actually told him by the spirit that he would he wouldn't see death until he saw jesus and yet he was still every day looking for jesus looking for the presence of god And when he saw Jesus, he had such a peace. And he even said like, now he's seen his salvation. And that just shows you too: salvation is somebody, you know, it's not some, somewhere you go or something you do. And really the ultimate takeaway from it is, you know, it doesn't have to stay religion. It doesn't have to stay externally because if you start with the external, if you start with religion, you'll always miss the relationship. You'll never be satisfied. You'll always be searching for the next thing. You'll be you'll be doing a lot, but you won't be getting much done. And yet we can focus and say, okay, it's all about the relationship. And from the relationship with my creator, then out of love for him, and the more time I spend with him, now I can do all of these things for God out of the proper motive. And now loving people is a response and is a display of my love for God and his love for me. And now it's not okay. I'm going to try to love more today. It doesn't work that way. Right. Loving people. um, You know, you can't love God and hate people. I think as what I've heard, how I've heard it said. And so that would just be a simple challenge. Um, You know, is, is religion. It's good. But a relationship with Jesus is so much better. And uh, when you focus on the relationship and you take care of that relationship, then, you know, all of a sudden, a lot of other things take care of themselves. So that would just be my, my simple challenge.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for, for joining us today, Jared. I really appreciate it um, and uh, for taking the time to have this conversation. And thank you for, uh, for your encouragement and for, for Simple Culture, honestly. I think it's awesome. Uh, so please, everybody, check that out. Um, and uh, I think um, what, uh, what Jared's doing really um, is, uh, is similar to what we say at the end of every uh, podcast, just about every podcast, is that we read the Bible and then we live the Bible. Yes. And, um, and that's our desire here in the Biblicist Podcast, to talk about what does scripture say, but then not just stopping there, like actually living it out uh, in life. Um, And when we do have those questions, we can we can go to Scripture. Scripture does have the answers and we can check that source. We don't have to go in blind. Um, And um, and so, man, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I I look forward to I look forward to having future conversations with you.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And it was an honor uh, to be on on the podcast uh, today. So um, thank you again. Appreciate it.